Hey there friends, it's Nick and this is episode 390 of the Story Hacker podcast. So there's a phrase you'll know, at least you'll know some variation of it, and it's been attributed to everyone from Mark Twain to uh, Winston Churchill, but I think maybe a first uh, version of this first turned up with Jonathan Swift, who's the author of Gulliver's Travels, but the phrase is something to the tune of, a lie gets halfway around the world while the truth is still lacing up its boots, something like that, and there are various variations of it. And I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, why that's true, because lies, are, of course, are effectively stories. They're fictions, right? And, um, you know, though, although I'm not following the news much now at the moment, um, it would be impossible not to know that the American election is looming, and it would be possible, impossible not to know of the kind of the ongoing kind of culture war, the accusations of fake news on both sides, the kind of... the the. the <laughs> The fact that facts aren't facts anymore, they're not accepted, I think, you know, uh, the difference in politics, and we saw it here in the UK with the uh, the Brexit debate, the, the difference between now and, you know, perhaps a simpler time was that we used to argue about the interpretation and the meaning of facts, and now we're arguing about the facts themselves. Now, there are no easy solutions to this, but I did want to talk about the um, the reasons why fake news is so far ahead, very often, of factual news. I mean, on either side. I'm not taking sides. It's not my business. But, um, but I think it's worth us understanding it as business people and as storytellers, because it illuminates something we've, you know, that's really important and we've talked about before on this podcast. You know, when I've talked about copywriting, particularly the work I do, I've talked about the importance of finding something unique, a unique way of looking at the product or the service or the person. Um, because that's the thing that in, in our audience's brains triggered the lizard to take a closer look. You know, when we're, when we're walking through the woods, walking through the forest, you know, we don't examine every tree because we put them in a box, right? We put them in a box labelled tree and we just go tree, 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 tree. Whereas, of course, if we went closer, if we looked, we'd see that they're all intricately different. They're, you know, they're unique and beautiful in different ways and all of this kind of thing. But we don't do that because, as we've said before on this podcast, our brains are designed to conserve energy um, and uh, cognitive and otherwise. So... This is why it's so important that um, we have a unique spin on the thing that we're, we are selling, essentially. But it's also, alas, it goes to the heart of why um, fake news is so powerful, particularly in, in the world now of sort of social media and sharing and, um, you know, what have you. And I think the reason is because if you're just telling what's happened you might have you know different slight differences of interpretation but you really can't do anything that's um you know you can't do anything that's not true obviously and the problem is when you're fighting fake news when we're when we're telling a story telling fiction when we're we're creating you know maybe lies or exaggerations to promote our particular point of view we have the whole world, we have every opportunity 
to create something because we're not constrained by facts. We're not constrained by truth. And, um, you know, I think yesterday I talked about how it's it's easy to get caught up in the kind of um, hyper-emotional kind of content, you know, some of, some of which I've done this week on this podcast. Um, but it's, it's easy to get drawn to that kind of... Um, that sort of soap opera style, if you like. And one of the things about fake news is it's easier to get to that level of engagement, that level of emotional engagement. And all the things, for example, I might use in novels to create interest and to create resonance, those same exact tools are open to people who, who want to portray something as being real when it in fact is a fiction. And, um, you know, there are no easy answers to that, unfortunately. I mean, you know, you'd, you'd imagine, you would hope that at some point our politicians will realise this, this is getting out of hand and um, have some way of at least establishing facts that both sides can agree on because then we can get back to debating the meaning and the interpretation of those facts and you know what should be done about them and that's that's in my view the real job of uh, politics but um, in the meantime I think it's it's useful for us to understand you know when you're whatever side of this of these debates that you're on when you're um, throwing your hands up in despair about the fact that that these things, these these obvious fabrications, shouldn't possibly work. They shouldn't possibly um, make an actual difference. It's really helpful to understand why they are working, and you know we can at least apply some of these ideas to our businesses, to our brands, to our products and our services. In the sense, not that we're looking to make things up. You know. We're, I've been very clear on this podcast that a well-told story is fundamentally true. Yeah, all stories are in some sense summaries of of the truth, but they should be fundamentally true. But we can see, I think, the importance of not just trotting out something that is um, a standard about page, a standard kind of profile. You want to have something that sticks out, something that that divides you from the, the rest of the trees in the forest if that makes sense. And um, it's also actually, I suppose, a useful way to, um, a useful kind of filter if you're, you know, you're swimming in the swamp, <laughs> so to speak. Maybe sometimes you have to dip into the swamp of, of political social media, for example. The chances are if a story is making your blood boil or you know eliciting an intense emotional reaction um you know first of all the person who wrote it was intending that and second of all you have to ask yourself you have to step back and say actually is this true is this all true because actually real news is kind of boring usually and you know that's the kind of news that um <laughs> that I grew up in with yeah and um, most of us over a certain age grew up with news that was basically pretty boring most of the time 
And now what we see every day on social media is things designed to make us mad, angry, sad, um, frustrated, to create those intense emotional reactions. Yeah, And um, if that's happening, you have to question whether it's true and what the motive is of the person behind it. Um, because maybe you're being played for a sucker. Um, anyway, that's gone on a bit. Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, your story means business. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.